children and it's all part of the ugly truth we started mm -hmm. the ugly truth because it was about the child trafficking and the that was the main thing really right it was the human trafficking especially from child trafficking standpoint and then when we learned about the obscenity it's just, it's just the, the ugly truth yes hard to listen to but impossible to ignore at Digging Deeper, we want to do everything we possibly can to protect these babies from sickening creatures. We refuse to sit and watch from the bleachers. The Ugly Truth. 
hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. Here struggled Jennings and his daughter Brianna with a cry for help. And then we'll get started on the ugly truth. We're going to talk about child sex trafficking. Told you it was going to be ugly. While prostitution is the world's oldest profession, the global sex trade is big business. Many of the pictures of the young children peering out from posters and milk cartons that have disappeared in the United States have fallen victim to this global sex trade. Here, we review three cases from the 1980s that opened the public's eyes to the darkness behind the curtain. The McMartin Preschool, Manhattan Beach, California, 1984. The McMartin Preschool case involved claims of sexual assault against children that included satanic animal sacrifices and rituals in hidden rooms. In 1984, Raymond Buckley, a teacher, was arrested on 79 counts of child molestation. While within the FBI release, documents proved there were tunnels found under the McMartin Preschool in Manhattan Beach, California. The young child victims claimed they were trafficked under these tunnels and victims of sexual abuse, including satanic ritual abuse, at the hands of predators, including elites. Buckley was not convicted after defense claimed that the testimony of the children had been implanted by their psychological examiners. The children said they were threatened that if they told anyone, their parents would be killed. Judy Johnson, 42, a mother who was a key witness, was discovered dead in her home, cause unknown, as the case went to trial. Almost exactly one year later, a former police officer who served as an investigator for the defense suicided himself at home. The media covered this up and claimed this case and others were just satanic panic. The case went to trial and some jurors could not be swayed because they allegedly did not find evidence of the tunnels. However, the documents that have since been released prove that they did exist. Wow. So that was the case. That was, we have three cases tonight. Mm -hmm. That was the first one? Yes. McMartin Preschool, Manhattan Beach, California, 1984. Right. All right, our second one? Second one, The Finders. This was in Tallahassee, Florida and Washington, D.C., February 1987. This is the one I heard you talking about and researching for weeks. Right. This was the one I started with, 
And then I found other ties to other cases, so I kind of merged them all together. But the finders was the one I started with. On February 4th, 1987, two nicely dressed men in the company of six bug-bitten, dirty, hungry children were arrested in Tallahassee, Florida on charges of child abuse after a concerned citizen called local police. But in less than a week, the narrative did a 180. News reports across the country headlined allegations of ritual abuse for approximately six days after the initial arrests, before a title shift by both the media and authorities began on February 10th. Local police officials announced here today that six children found last week in Florida had apparently not been kidnapped and that there was no evidence to show that the secretive group that has been raising them is a cult involved in child abuse, reported the New York Times. The statement from the Metropolitan Police Department conflicted with accounts from the police in Tallahassee, Florida, where the children were found, unwashed and hungry, last week. Officials said this morning that at least two of the children had signs of sexual abuse. In March 1987, the men were released with charges dropped for lack of evidence and all of the children were eventually returned to their mothers. The official and media consensus was that the entire issue was a miscommunication blown out of proportion and that the finders were simply a 1960s-esque alternative lifestyle community with unusual education methods. Mm-hmm. In 1993, U.S. Customs Special Agent Ramon Martinez claimed in a memorandum, I have it linked there, that during his participation in the searches of two of the finders' properties in Washington, he witnessed evidence of the finders' intent to traffic children and other potentially criminal acts. The U.S. Customs documents were then given to Florida Representative Tom Lewis and North Carolina Representative Charlie Rose. Notice the time frame here. In 1987, they were all charges were dropped. And then it came back in 1993 when somebody finally got the nerve to speak up. Okay. So, Tom Lewis and Charlie Rose... Stemming in part from their protests, as well as the prospect of CBS's 48 Hours producing a segment on the Finder's story, which never aired, the Department of Justice announced it would investigate allegations of CIA interference in the 1987 investigation in late 1993. Hmm. The CIA has denied that there was ever a cover-up saying the charges were preposterous. This story is a non-story, CIA spokesman Dave Christian told the Tallahassee Democrat in December 93. Think of it as a nothing burger. Children abused. A nothing burger. Okay. The DOJ's investigation of 1993 ended in a verdict of no evidence of CIA interference and no evidence of criminal activity on the part of the finders and it represented the official and legal end of the story. But just months after Epstein's death, hmm, in October 2019, the FBI began releasing hundreds of finders investigation documents to their vault. Interesting timing to say the least. Wow. Right? 
So the finders was the deep one. It was the deep dive, right? So in the finders documents, there were also the documents of the McMartin preschool mm. tunnels found. Mm -hmm. They were kind of buried in another case. Mm -hmm. That's how I got to all these other cases. Okay. So guess what? The FBI said, hmm, it's, you know, Epstein's gone now. We can go ahead and release all this. Does that say something that it's possibly safe. Epstein was involved or it was all part of the game? We'll leave it up to you what hmm. you think. And then there was Boys Town. And then there was Boys Town. Lincoln, Nebraska, 1988. Johnny Gosh was 12 years old when he was kidnapped while working his early morning paper route in Des Moines, Iowa on September 5th, 1982. Despite alarming eyewitness accounts and evidence of an abduction, law enforcement exhibited disinterest in investigating Johnny's sudden disappearance as a crime and instead immediately labeled him a runaway. Mm. 12 years old with a job mm -hmm. going out and getting up at 4 in the morning. Eyewitnesses saw a man in a blue car talking to Johnny and thought something was strange. Then Johnny vanished. Wouldn't that in and of itself? Oh no, he's probably a runaway. Uh, the shutdown of Omaha, Nebraska's Franklin Community Federal Credit Union, raided by federal agencies in November 1988, sent shockwaves all the way to Washington, D.C. $40 million was missing. <gasps> The credit union's manager, Republican Party activist Lawrence E. Larry King Jr., behind whose rise to fame and riches stood powerful figures in Nebraska politics and business and in the nation's capital. In the face of opposition from local and state law enforcement, from the FBI, and from the powerful Omaha World Herald newspaper owned by you-know-who, a special Franklin committee of the Nebraska legislature launched its own probe. Yeah, we'll investigate ourselves. What looked like a financial swindle soon exploded into a hideous tale of drugs, Iran-Contra money laundering, a nationwide child abuse ring, and ritual murder. The Franklin scandal. That's, that's what that... That quote was taken from that book. So, if you want to dig more into the Franklin scandal, find that book. Per reports, Larry King's name was consistently present as someone that the youth were making allegations against. When I turned that information over to authorities, nothing happened. We handed over a foot high of material. Generally speaking, the allegations were ignored. For me, it was very clear that the case was not investigated, not pursued, because of the alleged perpetrators, state, stated Carol Stitt, director of the Foster Care Review Board. Troy Bonner, witness and victim, said, It's not going to be believed. The FBI said, It will not be believed. You'll be found guilty of perjury. You're going, you go on with this story and you're going to jail, they told him. So they told him that if he said anything, he was going to jail for perjury. John DeCamp, I think he was senator at the time, 
in regards to excessive sentencing for perjury, 9 to 25 years, stated, they had to send a signal to every kid who was a potential witness, a signal so loud and clear, if you dare to come forward, if you dare to talk, watch what happens. Gary Caradori, the chief investigator of the scandal, died conveniently in a plane crash with his son after interviews with several victims of the cover-up and having acquired a Rolodex. His briefcase was never recovered in the crash and the FBI impounded all records of the plane crash investigation. Interesting. Paul Bonacci was recruited into and entrapped by the Franklin Pedophile Network at the age of 12. He confessed to playing a role in Johnny Gotch, Gotch's abduction, claiming that he chloroformed the nabbed boy inside a getaway car. Bonacci, who served two decades of torture under Project Monarch, has testified about sexually abused males selected from Boys Town in Nebraska and taken to nearby Offutt Air Force Base. At Offutt, they were subjected to intense monarch programming, directed mainly by Commander Bill Plemons and former Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino. Monarch programming involves traumatizing the victim in order to create multiple personalities in the victim. Sexual molestation and the occult are standard tools for the monarch programmer. There are several levels of monarch programming. Every victim witnesses, John DeCamp stated, every victim witness who stepped forward in any way or even was a potential witness that somebody heard about has either been killed, put in jail under some theory or other, terrified or run out of state and discredited. Every perpetrator, even the convicted ones, have been treated as conquering heroes. Obviously, the FBI was protecting something a lot more significant than a bunch of old pedophiles having improper relations with little boys. They were protecting something a lot more significant than a bunch of drug peddlers. They were protecting, in my opinion, they were protecting something very prominent, politicians, some very powerful and wealthy individuals associated with those politicians, and the political system up to and including the highest political people in this entire country. John DeCamp quoted on the FBI. In 2019, the FBI disclassified, declassified documents on the finders. Like I stated before, the finders was a CIA front tasked at kidnapping and torturing programming children across the United States. The children were used as sex slaves for the satanic rituals. The declassified documents also reveal that satanic artifacts such as pentagrams were found at the school, the preschool, and also there were over a hundred animal bones found under the preschool's second floor, most likely used in sacrificial and satanic rituals. Freemason insider and whistleblower, Atlin Childs, called Freemasonry primarily a sex cult mm. and the oldest religion in the world that involves most of the globalists who run the world. He details everything in his five-hour documentary, 
Insider exposes Freemasonry as world's oldest religion and Luciferian plans for the new world order. You can click to that and watch that at your own time because I don't have five hours right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. The late Ted Gunderson... A former FBI director investigated and uncovered much of the global child sex trafficking network run by satanic groups with ties to the group The Finders that Gunderson claimed was run by the CIA. He dedicated his life to exposing The Finders, the truth about the McMartin preschool, Boys Town, and other elite pedophile rings. Much of the underground network was revealed in 2016 with the Podesta leak documents although the corporate media brushed it aside as a conspiracy theory, calling it Pizzagate. <sighs> the tunnel systems are, are all over the country. They're used to traffic children, including at the border, at hotels, and even at homes owned by elites. We showed the hotels last week. We did. Even the Playboy Mansion reportedly has underground tunnels, as well as the Disney parks. Disney's tunnel system is so elaborate, it virtually is run and operated like an underground city. Some of the lavish homes owned by elites and celebrities also have tunnels that connect to other homes owned by their pals. The Chateau Marmont in LA had an underground tunnel that connected to a restaurant called the Pink Taco. This hotel is also very close to the infamous Standard Hotel. How many hotels are used to traffic children. Tom Pritzker was a close friend and associate of Jeffrey Epstein and has been accused of sexual assault by Epstein survivor Virginia Goofrey. Mm -hmm. He is the chairman of the Hyatt Hotels Corporation. This should concern everyone, the more you know. We also covered the pedophile algorithm which spoke about underground pedophile rings and how Instagram was used to recruit for them. We did. Here are the tunnel documents found inside the um, released document, uh, the released files, FBI files. Mm -hmm. They're right here for you to look at. Mm, up on the screen now. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I also have the finders full documentary if you wanted to watch that in this report as well as all of the um, links of resources that I used to gather this information. Excellent job. And that's on diggingdeeper.net. Yes. The truth finders. The ugly truth of the truth finders. The ugly truth of, of the, the finders. Of the yes. finders. Ugly truth of the finders. Yes. So <clears throat> history has a way of coming back to haunt you. Well, just like the lady, Amy, that knew the Epstein case. She broke the Epstein case, what, 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. And they just swept it under the rug. And right. right. We've reported on so many of these things so long ago, and they're all tied together. And remember, it's not about the people. We are, the enemy is not people. Right. The enemy is of spiritual forces and principalities greater than those on this earth. And the evil spirits are around us, and they do inhibit others. And so we're, we don't personally hold the hate towards the people who are doing these things, but we have hate for the evil itself, if right. that makes sense. Right. 
Well. Is that going to do it for our ugly truth? Yeah, I think. I There's think a it's, lot more to cover on that story. Like you said, we did the previous story, and we could go through a lot more, like the like what's going on right now. Right. You know, with the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell. No, no, excuse me. Let me back up. Let me go above her. Mm-hmm. Let's go all the way to Elena Zelensky. Oh. And Hillary Clinton. Part, right. Partnering on a foundation. To traffic children. Yeah. That was just exposed. Right. Okay. So I think that's going to do it for the ugly truth. How about we uh, shut this one down and focus on some positive things? Yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap this crap up. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening to The Ugly Truth. Because they can't stop us. Cause we're ready to fight, trying to brainwash us, but we won't let freedom die, the whole world's brainwashed. Everybody pick a team, start a riot in the streets, the whole world's brainwashed. It's us against them, and ain't you against me. The Ugly Truth, hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. <laughs>